As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Also, do you have to poop that bad that you poop on the freeway? It's like an ongoing thing. Like I, I have enough problems for... pooping on vacation to begin with. Exactly. Much less doing how, did on they, the how do these people not have like anxious pooping issues? They're just able to poop on the freeway. Meanwhile, it's like I can't go for seven days because I'm so wound up about going on a trip. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Overshare, the podcast. <laughs> I'm Lily here with Jocelyn, and we've we've been doing this a while now. We have. I think we've almost been doing this podcast for a... Have we been doing it for a year? No, not yet. We started shooting it a year ago, and then COVID happened and shut down all of our hopes and dreams. Got it. Got it. But yeah. thanks to Melissa, our producer, this show lives. So shout out to her. <laughs> Yay, Melissa. <laughs> Shall we just jump in? We shall. So over it. What she said. What are you over today? Okay. Well, this is, you know, random as per the usual, but um, why does Botox wear off? Like I'm a busy <sighs> lady. I'm a busy lady. Um, is like, does that mean I should just get like a, a forehead facelift and just I mean, go, go for the, <laughs> the, the, the knife or like, yeah, like get it permanent? Yeah. Is that the only other option? I mean, you, why do you think my lights are so bright? I haven't gotten it in over a year. <laughs> and I'm a big... I have new wrinkles that have come up. Same, same, same. I feel like my face is doing some weird stuff. Like I'm getting water in my eye, like around my eyes. I feel like I'm retaining a lot of water. I don't really know. It's probably too much soy sauce, to be real. Love that stuff. <laughs> it's a lot of salt. I eat a lot of salty food, especially soy sauce. Mm. But, you know, I'm busy. And I just, I don't have time to go back and get my face pumped full of Botox all the time. I wish there was like a different option besides surgery. Well, and it's expensive. It's expensive. It's like, it's like over $400 every time you go but it is something i am willing to pay for because I mean, it guys, makes me feel amazing i i do want to throw out there for anyone listening that it's like oh my god botox i feel like it hit it got this very la reputation which obviously because a lot of people in la i think get it but i also think that's because it's just been made available here and everyone has been let in on the secret that is amazing about botox you guys it does go away. So it's not like you're getting plastic surgery. It's not surgery. scary. That's why it's not scary because it's it like, goes away. It lasts like six months at the longest. I feel like it, every time you get it, it lasts a little longer or a little less. Right. But uh, it's it just like uh, my before and after pictures that I had from it were like, it, it doesn't just make it so you, can, I mean, it makes it so you can't move your forehead. It doesn't just like make it so the lines stop getting worse. The existing ones will straight up go away. 
Like I know there's definitely know. some downfalls as well, especially if you get like maybe a little too much. And then when it's <laughs> kicking in, it like kind of makes you look like you're like really excited or just on crack. Um, I've gotten some <laughs> weird comments on my videos when I first got it done. But <gasps> it, once it like levels out, oh my God, it's it, I, I forget how much I love it. I need to go get it again. I love Botox. I think I'm going to have to go get some of that pumped into my face next week. And also, by the way, Anyone who's listening to this, who's considering this, I love Groupon, but I don't recommend you using a Groupon to get any sort of dermatological (laughs) procedures done to your face. I go to a doctor to have this done. And I'm a big fan of like, hey, if you want to get a plastic surgery, if you want to do whatever, do it for you. And if you don't, don't do it. But I love it. And also, my mom, uh, my mom was, I think I've said this before, my mom was the one that encouraged me to do it for the first time, because um, she has like a permanent line that's like in the middle of her eyes. She's like, go now and start doing it before you get it, because you can see mine coming in in the exact same spot. And then it's more of a preventative measure. Exactly. But here's the other thing. And I don't know if you feel the same way. I just feel like my general countenance is improved. I just feel like I genuinely... It just makes you feel like tighter. You know how when you go on vacation and you get a tan or you do like a fake tan or something or like you have nice makeup on you or you kind of have that out, like little extra glow and you just feel like, oh, I'm feeling myself. Yeah, that's, that's how, how it I is feel. with Botox. That's how I feel. And um, I'm not a very vain person, obviously, because you've seen me look like a wet rat on every episode of this show, but it makes me feel good for me. And I just wish it didn't wear off. So do I need to get like a surgical procedure? I don't know if that is, I'm sure that exists, but um, feels a little risky. I'm not willing to commit to having my head cut in two. I think you just have to take one for the team and keep going. I know it's such a hassle. And you know, it is a slippery (laughs) slope. Here's my next question. My sister just got a bunch of other stuff done. She's like, oh, and then they filled in a little down here and they did it here too. And not like extreme, like it's not super noticeable, but. But should I get lip filler? You have such small lips. So on one hand, I'm like, that seems like you would be the perfect applicant for lip filler. But then um, at the same time, I worry that then you would look really different. Well, here's the interesting thing. I'm not going to name names on this podcast, but you and I have a lot of friends who you might not know, get it done or have had it done and no one notices because the whole trick is just a little bit, just like a taste test. Or I feel like I'm curious who and we will discuss later. offline. I also feel like I notice on some people and just like, oh, it doesn't register as being a big enough deal to ever acknowledge it. Absolutely. Especially after spending a lot of time in Arizona, the women there love their plastics. Let me tell you. That's true. Like, and you know what? Good for them. They look amazing. But I have never seen so much like injection work in my life. They have a lot of money and it's... uh, everything's cheaper in Arizona. So I feel like that's what they can spend their money on. Oh my gosh. That's where we should go get our Botox done. We should make a road trip to Scottsdale. I don't know if the Botox is cheaper, but I would be (laughs) down to do a road trip there. Well, anyway, so I'm upset that, you know, the medical community has not yet discovered a more permanent Botox or something that lasts a little bit longer. If you guys have any recommendations, I'm open to it. So please let your girl know. Lil, what are you over? My over is so randomly specific, but I'm just really hungry and I was thinking about it. I'm really over the fact that Johnny Rockets has been like eliminated from the restaurant landscape. (laughs) Wait, it's gone? I mean, around us it is. I think Wait. there's maybe like one. I think there there might be that one in the Beverly Center, but or in the Beverly Connection across the street. But otherwise, that, like they're all gone. 
that is tragic. Where will you ever go for a 50s diner of your dreams? That's my that's (laughs) part two. Part B to my over it. (laughs) The uh, second part of my complaint is that we don't have any diner type things. Or if we do, it's like they try and be like trendy, different like LA diners that have like vegan menus. Well, there is that amazing diner that we went to with El Mills, which I feel like it does have a slight vegan vibe to it in the mall. But Melissa pointed out Mel's Diner, which is amazing, which is open, I think, 24 hours a day. It's not that good. No, it is good. The chili fries are bomb. Maybe I guess I don't go there in person. I've gotten it delivered and it doesn't it doesn't travel well. But um, Johnny Rockets used to be like in high school. That was we would go for cheese fries specifically would go after basketball, which seems a little strange. but. no, but when you're a teenager, you're sense. like, I'm starving. Give me as much fried food as I can eat. Oh, their cheese fries are so good, too. Did you, yeah, guys, no, have, I, did you guys have rubies on the pier? Like, so rubies? we that's didn't, we used but to I know that's where, like, my friend Sarah in Newport and all of them used to go. There is a rubies, like, Shake Shack little thing in North yes. Hollywood that's, like, a literal shack. Um, and I don't know why I don't go there, but they, I don't think they deliver. Which is upsetting. Lily, what about Bob's? There's Bob's out in the valley where you live. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, also now I just haven't been able to go to any restaurants in a while. But um, <laughs> I, I, I just feel like I want. I don't want like a. I guess Bob's isn't a chain, is it? No, it's not. It is. It is. Oh wait, Bob's Big Boy. Oh yeah, that was like a huge chain back in the day. I forgot about that. Does that? What movie exist? is that in? Oh god, so it's many. in I Am Sam. Oh, gosh. <laughs> is that a flashback? That's a depressing movie. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I, I don't want like a chain diner. I want like a hole in the wall, like neighborhood diner, you know, Great. which is so, not what Johnny Rockets is. So that doesn't really apply. But I just miss Johnny Rockets, too. Honestly, knowing you, I think what you actually miss, because I don't even know if you like diner hamburgers. I feel like you just like a good milkshake. No, their burgers are so Johnny Rockets. That was like I used to like take jam. a bite and it was like just get all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> Well, if you guys live but in the I LA, do love their milkshakes as well. If anyone lives in the LA area and you have any small hole in the wall, mom and pop, two table diners that Lily can go check out, please DM her immediately. Or yeah, I also would like um, milkshake recommendations. We should start making them. I actually, I will say that I, you know how like Johnny Rockets ones or like restaurant ones, they just have this different taste, and I'm like sitting there one day going, "What do they do differently?" You know how I make my hot chocolate with sweetened condensed milk? Yeah. Well, I did this with heavy whipping cream instead of milk. Tasted different. Tasted just like it. What I was going to say that I bet they add is something you and I have both had. And this is something that just popped into my mind. It was the time that you and I both got spanked literally on the butt by a lady (gasps) in Las Vegas. Doesn't everybody get their butt spanked in Vegas? Can we go back there? Yes. At a restaurant called Heart Attack Grill. And we couldn't finish the food. So this lady, I I shouldn't say spanked. I mean, it was more like a whipping. All right. I think I still have scars. She like paddle. I thought it was going to be like a shtick. And then I was like, holy crap My yeah no I, I had like a mark afterwards it was like we were being initiated into a frat but they <laughs> add butter they added butter to their milkshakes it wasn't and... just butter it was like lard lard yeah it, oh my god that was the best milkshake all of that i just can i literally i'm about there. to go drive let's, there right let's now go there and the hamburgers all the food and it was um, frustrating i hated cheat day because even if something was good it got ruined it. because we just had to eat so much but oh my god if we could just go there and eat normal amounts 
but be ready. I would suggest wearing like a few extra pairs of leggings under your pants just in case you get your butt whipped while you're there. Well, I hurts. don't remember the circumstances. Was it like if you didn't finish your food? Yeah. And I thought, oh, like, this is funny. It's like a shtick for this video we're shooting. Oh, no. This woman who spanked us took her job seriously. Okay. She was like the head spanker at this place. And I mean, she with a, with a paddle. <laughs> she whipped us with a paddle crazy anyways enough about our problems let's wait also can i just add what uh, another over it that i'm just gonna attack on to the end about food one of the i said this at lunch the other day when we were uh, eating like nice fish place Uh i'm like one of the only things and then i stopped myself i was like okay not the only things one of the main things i miss about working at clever (laughs) is we used to get so many steak dinners that's so random. But definitely, like, when am I going to go spend like $80 on like a steak and all the sides and stuff like now? Like that feels like a little overzealous. But like it, we had lunchy break and it would be like, oh, I don't know. It was just great. Which basically translation for me means I got a lot of balsamic Brussels sprouts because anytime we go to one of those fancy steakhouses, I'd be like, can I get three sides of Brussels sprouts and like 12 beverages? Yep. Those were fun days, Lil. Anyways, enough enough about our problems. Let's hear about y'all's problems. So if you guys don't already know, we want you to be a part of the show. Call us at 562-661-5729. Leave us a voicemail three minutes or less, letting us know what you're over. Give us your name because this is a safe space to vent. Unless you've done something illegal, keep your name to yourself. Okay, roll the tape. Hi, Lily and Jocelyn. My name is Wade and I'm from Puerto Rico. First off, happy late birthday, Lily. Hope you had an awesome day. So. The thing I'm over is very specific to right now. Currently, there has been an influx of visiting the island. As both of you know, we needed that because of Hurricane Maria. That's not the part I'm over. What I'm over are the tourists wrecking hotel rooms, ignoring mask mandates, blocking traffic to jump on cars, doing inappropriate things at the beach in front of literal children and recording it, taking an electric scooter, which is meant for the sidewalk areas in Old San Juan and Fondado, they're taking those and going on the literal freeway. Also, hiding on rooftop hotels, pooping on the freeway in broad daylight, so mild littering, and so much more. Look up the videos if you're curious. It's a literal mess. And all of this in the name of spring break because the tickets were about 60 on trips. But besides that, I want to let you guys know that I love you a lot. I've been watching for an unhealthily long amount of time before Lily was even on camera ever, and I'm turning 18 in a month. So keep up the good work. I love the podcast and all your videos that we have shared. Also, Lily, I love your Epstein deep dive and your editing <laughs> and your editing on the Did It Sound Any Saga. I literally bought three sweaters. And Jocelyn, your home reno videos make me want to remodel a house that I do not own. But anyways, if you guys are ever in Puerto Rico, I would love to meet you guys. And yeah. Sending you lots of love. Bye. Oh my goodness. I'm um, obsessed. So many things. Um, Wade, hi. Um, we're a big fan of you too, and we will be back in Puerto Rico as soon as we are allowed to. Um, We've actually both been invited to come back to Puerto Rico by the country of Puerto Rico. So yeah. we will be there. Is it's what gonna we're be saying. so fun. We've I've been trying to decide like what part of Puerto Rico I want to go to this time. Because we went to last time, was it called like Old San Con- Juan. Condado or something? The beach that we went to? I don't know. I think he oh, yeah, referenced yeah. it at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, So, because that definitely would be where spring break would be Absolutely. going on. Absolutely, yes. I 
People did spring break. <laughs> well, think about Lily. What's close to Puerto Rico? It's Florida. And Florida well, and never... I did see a bunch of Miami was going off. Yeah. And Florida never really got shut down. And I think a lot of the South, which is obviously closer to Puerto Rico, like colleges have been in session there. And if tickets cost $60, <laughs> can you imagine the mayhem? Oh, that sucks because I'm sure the hotel, like things are open because they need to make some money. But then, mm, fuck. But did I hear our sweet friend Wade mention that Amongst many other things, he saw people pooping on the freeway because I don't care who you are, how drunk you are, what age you are. Pooping on the freeway like just doesn't feel appropriate. And even he said then after riding scooters on the freeway, why? That's unsafe. Also, do you have to poop that bad that you poop on the freeway? It's like an ongoing thing. Like I, I have enough problems for... pooping on vacation to begin with. Exactly. Much less doing how, do they, the how do these people not have like anxious pooping issues? They're just able to poop on the freeway. Meanwhile, it's like I can't go for seven days because I'm so wound up about going on a trip. <laughs> Tell me your secret. Now, peeing on the side of the road, that's not an issue for me. I mean, I've had to do it. But um, yeah, no, that sucks because... You like you, it's such a double edged sword, too, because I'm sure with Puerto Rico, especially because they rely so much on tourism that you do want people to come. But like, if you're gonna come, don't be a fucking asshole. Exactly. And also, did you hear him mentioning people doing obscene things on the beach in front of like children? I guarantee you it's people like doing gross TikToks. Guarantee Ugh. you. And because he said they're filming it also. Um, Do you remember you ever... when there was a time when like if you had a camera, people are like, what are you filming? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just like, oh, put me in it. <laughs> you know, what's funny to me when like random like civilian individuals have all these ring lights at their house. I'm like, what are you filming on this ring light? I guess they're probably doing work like Zoom work. But I'm always like, why do these people have so much production equipment in their house? <laughs> they're like a lawyer. I don't understand. <laughs> Lawyers need good lighting too, Joss. You're right. You're right. But Wade, you are so sweet. And I can't believe you're 18 because you're more mature than I'm, we I are. Was just, I was more concerned that you're 18 because I'm like, how long have you been watching? Oh, no, you were only 12. It's crazy. It's truly crazy. But we love Puerto Rico. Speaking of your hot chocolate obsession, which we talk about constantly, we have to go back to that hot chocolate place. Choco bar. Yes. Yes. And the adjacent museum. But thanks for calling, Wade. Yeah. Sorry about what all these idiots are doing. I know. We'll let you know when we um, safely come. And uh, Jocelyn might be doing obscene things on the beach, but... It will not include <laughs> pooping on the freeway. No. Though. I can tell you that for sure. She'll be too anxious I, for that. <laughs> Lily and I are going to need like some Metamucil or something. <laughs> Anyways, um, moving right along. But before we do, you guys, again, please call us. Let us know what you're over. 562-661-5729. And I think it's time to jump into the show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so today summer is approaching. We've just been discussing our love for Puerto Rico. So what better time to talk about vacations and not just vacations, but the worst vacations we have ever been on. But spoiler alert, I don't want to be too much of a snob. I have to say that Lily and I have gone on some of the most elegante, over-the-top vacations of all time. But we've also had some pretty weird experiences as well on some of these trips. I don't have like a bunch of bad ones coming to mind. I guess I don't have like a lot of full-fledged entire vacations that have bad, really bad stories. But I do have a few morsels from a few trips that have been like nightmarish. And one of them you are with me on and you can attest to. So maybe I should kick it off with that. Let's hear it. So maybe three or four years ago, we went to London to casually film some dance choreography with the lead choreographer in a film you might have heard of, Mamma Mia, the musical, the movie version. I, so, I actually want to preface this with, I do. I know what you're going to say about this trip, but I have to say, despite it not being necessarily the best I look back and I watch that video and it brings me so much joy. And that movie, not the first one. I'm really not a fan of Amanda Seyfried singing, to be honest. The second movie had Cher. I I, mean, anything with Cher can live on forever. It was just like Lily James. uh, It just it was not even a comparison. But um, it I, I feel like it just gives me like this like weird nostalgic feeling now. And it's so funny because one of the actresses who had a very big role actually in the movie, she's British. So like I didn't know her from acting in America when I I was also there to interview the cast. So Lily and I did this this thing where we learned the choreography. It was super fun. I loved it because, you know, I love dancing. Lily hated it, but she acted like she liked it in the video. Um, So I also interviewed the cast when I went into the room to interview this girl who's in the movie. She started freaking out. She's like, are you Jocelyn? And I was like, hold on, what's going on here? She liked watching me and you on YouTube. She was like one of our biggest fans. It I was follow so her on weird Instagram now. Because all the people in the movie, it was like, literally like Cher, Amanda Seyfried, <laughs> Pierce um, Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan, who is like an actual Disney prince. Like he's so handsome. Anyways, so we go to London and there was a huge crew of us because we're we're tackling a lot of projects while we were there. And someone, I don't know who it was to this day, was like, oh, I'm just going to put all these people in an Airbnb. So let me just rent the cheapest Airbnb I can find in all of the city of London. Okay. And I will defend whoever did it that I'm sure it didn't look bad online. Like, I think from the pictures, it probably looks perfectly acceptable. But was there a single review is my question. Because... That is a great question. um, Because I I would think the review would probably point out that there were nails sticking out of the ground. And here's the thing, you guys. I'm not snobby. I, like, love camping. We just don't like... 
tetanus. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, on Amazing Race, I literally slept on the floor of airports. Like, I'm not a snobby person, especially when it comes to travel. But don't tell me I'm staying in an Airbnb with air conditioning that's tetanus free and then have me show up to a place. Definitely, there was creatures living in that place as well. There it was, was a dirty. Lot creature life. I looked under my bed, you guys, at one point. Literal balls of hair, human hair, not my hair. I'd only been there for five minutes. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like it was just dirty and disgusting. The air conditioning didn't work. And then we're supposed to like be glamazons this whole time we're in London. And I can't get any of the plugs to work. I can't get any. I, I, was, I just have memories being sweaty, so sweaty, so tired and so dirty the entire time we were there. It broke my old um, computer because <laughs> the outlet fried my charger. Um, th- there, it, when I say there were nails coming out of the ground, that isn't like, oh, whoops, there's one that was like no. in the door frame. No, it's like Everywhere. In the, the general walkway. Oh, first of all, also, I think this is a common thing in Europe that the rooms are very small. The furniture in the rooms didn't match the size of the rooms we'll say i don't even know how they got the bed in the room um the walkway was about a foot maybe and we had to keep everything just under our beds which is why jocelyn saw the clumps of hair um there were two screws rusty screws coming out of the ground in the walkway from my door to the bed (laughs) like that you couldn't avoid so i had to like put stuff over them to be like don't walk here And the thing is, is like, if I had been mentally prepared for that experience, I would have been fine. I would have brought like some ice packs. I would have brought some cleaning supplies, some Lysol wipes. I would have traveled prepared. Okay. It was gross and I didn't know it. So Lily and I stay in this den of destruction for like, I don't know, four or five nights. We wrap up all of our shoes. <laughs> also, also that I I just, there was, they did have Coors Light at the local market. So that was a time that I was like, wow, well, this sucks. I'm just going to get drunk. But um, the Coors, unlike the ones in the United States, required a bottle opener. Oh, like, we didn't what, have what the fuck one. is this? What do you mean it's not twist off? And we didn't have one because God forbid this place provide a bottle opener. <laughs> Oh, no, the coffee maker didn't work either. Oh, and the microwave wasn't as everything. It was bad. Nothing it was worked. just really like, bad. We couldn't even, you couldn't make coffee. I ended up um, literally on like any surface of that place I could was like banging <laughs> the things off and it was just, it was a mess. And I, and I just remember like at one point, all of us were just so despaired that I just, someone had given us a bag of candy and it was just like a food for like a food fest for all people were just like pounding candy. Like we were, we were five-year-olds at a birthday party, just trying to get rid of our problems by eating as much sugar as we could, which as it turns out is not the best game plan. Anyways, so, candy and beer and so, wine. So Lily and I had already made this grand plan that we were going to extend our London trip by a few days just to have like one of our many like ladies honeymoons. Like Lily and I have gone on so many honeymoons together at this point. Like so many trips where people are like, oh, you guys are so cute. We're like, no, we're just ladies on vacation together. So we're um, in London for a few extra days. And I had arranged for us to stay at this hotel that was like, oh, we'll do a collab with you if you post about the hotel absolutely fantastic you guys it was not even a hotel you guys it was it like was a members only club with like rooms that or what What did they call them they called them bedrooms it, oh my god it was it was like we had been at a one and this was like a 15 <laughs> so lily and i walk in the front door of this members only club and it was as if we had never left our homes oh both P.S. Of us, P.S. 
we we didn't throw out that there was no air conditioner in the Airbnb, which normally in London wouldn't be a huge issue. But guess what? We were there during a heat wave. (laughs) So Lily and I walk into the lobby of this hotel like two crazy people. We immediately start screaming. The front attendant was like, hi, welcome to the hotel. We were like, we are so glad to be here. We like freaked them the F out because it was like as if we had just been like in prison. I mean, we walk in and there was air conditioning. So already we're like, this is amazing. They had a restaurant. They delivered us a bottle of champagne. The bedroom had movies. We watched films. I slept sitting straight up. Okay, because I was that tired from not sleeping for so many days. And um, it ended up really turning around. It Now I just remember that part of the trip. It was so, so fun. She's also leaving out the other part of the trip that um, we were supposed to go to Paris and we were taking a train. But I uh, had left my passport in my suitcase, which was in our nice bedroom, um, because I don't <gasps> like to take it out with me because I didn't want to lose it. But then we were taking a train, so I didn't think about it because I... <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> so we get to the train station and they were like, okay, do you have your passport? And Lily was like, why would I have my passport? And I was like, because we're going to another country. Okay. Anywho, so it was fine. We ended up not going to Paris. And if then- you ever uh, fuck up a trip that badly, really <laughs> hope that you're with someone like Jocelyn. But then she was Lily- like, it's fine. I've already been. I've been to Paris a bunch of times, but Lily never had. So then Lily told me on that day, she's like, someday I will take you to Paris. And then she did. <laughs> and we got to go to the World Cup, which was so fun. That was the so best brand deal ever. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you for that. What was your worst trip? <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, that definitely had some <laughs> some triggering memories. Some mortifying parts. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there was any other, like, uh, I've talked about my, um, I did a whole story time on my going on spring break right after I got my appendix out. Oh like, my god! Less than a full seven days later. Uh, I can tell you one thing you weren't doing on that trip, though, was pooping on the side of the road because you're civilized. No, Just but I was throwing, throwing up in the lobby of the hotel. Um, I though, and this doesn't even really feel like a, like a vacation necessarily, but, um, one thing that comes to mind is just being like horrible that I still am traumatized by. Uh, I get really, really bad hangovers, which is why I usually only drink beer and occasionally I will drink champagne and she likes a Prosecco. You like a good little Prosecco. Nice and sweet, but especially, um, something that, I feel like we were earlier we were talking about like you get what you pay for champagne. If you pay for expensive champagne, You're fine. it tastes so good. You would be fine if you drank a normal amount. <laughs> but um, this was had to be. I think I I was working at Clever, but it was probably like when I was an intern. Still, even um, it was my sister's friend's wedding. And it was at this like really nice resort in Santa Barbara. And oh, I know what wedding you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, I knew someone else who was there. Yeah. Continue. So I feel like it was nice. She was nice enough to invite me. I was never super close with her, but she invites me and my mom too. So I just, I had the best time at the wedding. It was absolutely gorgeous. They spent so much money and it was just like, I never, I don't know if I'll ever attend a wedding that nice again. It was also very nice in the fact that they had waiters just constantly refilling your champagne glass. So it was never empty. How many did I drink by the end of the night? 
Great no question. No one knows. Too many is the only answer I have for you because I woke up and oh my God, I thought I was going to die. In my head at one point, it was like my mom's like trying to like pack and stuff. And I'm like, how? And this uh, this hotel, by the way, is like very like it's on a lot of hills. So it, basically, it was going to be a 15 minute walk at least to get to the car. Like we weren't close. And I'm like, I, how am I going to get to the car? <laughs> like, literally, what am I going to do? Like, unless someone carries me, I'm going to die in this room. That is, I thought I was going to die. I've never felt so horrible in my life. I'm so dehydrated. Somehow, I think we even took a golf cart. And it wasn't like, she's sick, Somehow we need to take the one. Somehow came like, and carried you Someone got a golf cart. And like, that was like for our luggage. So I was like, thank God. So they get us to the car. And this is so gross. So if you are triggered by... Uh, the talk of throw up then um fast forward a minute <laughs> i am in the passenger seat of my mom's car and she's like mad at me because i'm hung over and i'm like you saw me last night i was okay but as i said in our last podcast i could get really really drunk and i'm very i trust my drunk self i'm not doing anything too absurd so i was blacked out i have no idea what i was doing <laughs> but uh i she even she had told me i was fine the night before when i was going to sleep I ended up having to throw up <laughs> in a Ziploc bag in the car on the way home from Santa Barbara. What did you do with it? Did you like save it and freeze it and make it into ice cubes? It um, it was I, I think I put it in a bag or something. I don't, we stopped at a McDonald's. <laughs> we stopped oh at a McDonald's. Melissa had taken her headphones out for it. She didn't want to hear the barf story. Um, but we stopped at McDonald's and I got a Sprite and disposed of it. And then, um, the Sprite like changed my life. <laughs> it was like a complete 180. And then I texted a friend who met me at my house with weed to oh my gosh. further remedy the situation. But I don't think I've ever been that hungover to the point that it was like, I, I really did not think I was going to be able to get out of the hotel room. That's terrifying that is absolutely terrifying and that i thought is i was why... gonna have to go to the hospital for like dehydration drinking is terrifying for that reason because like just anything goes anything could happen it's terrifying and it was like i just was casually drinking champagne because they just kept giving me more and See, it was not such good champagne that it tasted so good that it was just like oh my gosh one other vacation story that i just thought of which is like nightmarish that chris and i still have like issues over is so we went on an amazing honeymoon obviously I've talked about it on this show but have I ever told you what happened when we came home that it took us over 48 hours traveling to get home from our honeymoon because we were in Malawi and in the country of Malawi there's only one airport in the entire country so obviously there's not like a million flights coming in and out because not many people are traveling there so we had to fly from, first off, we had to drive from our resort. I think it was six hours to the airport. We flew from Malawi to Ethiopia. You were driving like a, in a rental car? Did someone drive um, you? Oh, no, it was very elegant. We had like a driver and like they like bring us snacks. I mean, it was a very yeah. amazing experience. So we travel from Malawi to Ethiopia. We get off the plane in Ethiopia, which is a huge airport. We go to our gate there. We fly from Ethiopia to Dublin, Ireland. They won't let us off the plane in Dublin. They say they're just getting gas. We're stuck on the plane. All right. By the way, I'm not a snob, but I did try to upgrade to first class. 
and they only had one ticket. And I was like, is this the time I leave my new husband behind? I go to first class and leave him. So I didn't do it. So, so we, we stuck it out together and we flew from, um, from Ethiopia to Dublin. They wouldn't let us out of the plane. Like I said, from there, we flew to DC. Okay. When we get to DC, they tell us they don't have us on any other flights. They can't find us. We don't exist. We get stuck in the airport for eight hours in DC. And I was like, we're retiring. We're renting a car. We're driving back home to LA. Eight hours later, they put us on a flight back to Los Angeles. And when I say it took us over 48 hours, I'm not exaggerating. It was like, that sounds traumatic. We were so dirty. And then we get in our car to drive home, our lift on the way back to our house in LA. And the driver missed our exit. That would have been the most. I would have just started crying. Actually, Chris almost started crying, which is saying a lot because he's way more patient even than me. But I don't know. I hate to complain because that was like the best, most amazing trip of my life. So maybe our worst vacations are still yet to come. That's something to look forward to. Usually, I feel like when I think of like traveling situations, I've had more of those that aren't the best than the actual vacation. Like I remember even leaving um, a clever trip from New York and it was raining and I got, I was in like Converse. So they got soaked. My socks were wet. My feet are literally freezing and I get in the airport and my flight, I just kept getting texts and it was like delayed another hour, delayed another hour. And I was literally just in the New York airport getting wasted by myself. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yep. Traveling is definitely a journey, literally and figuratively. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like some of these so-called bad trips are really not that bad. I'm sure a lot of people have experienced far worse. So if you're watching this YouTube video, if you're listening to this in podcast form, please hit us up. We would love to hear about your worst vacation of all time because I'm sure some of you guys have some crazy stories. But um, I feel like it's time to finish this thing off with some joy. What do you say? Sure. So long, share well. I hate us so much more now. Lil, what brought you joy this week? I bought Max a new um a new little sweatshirt. From what does Target. it look like? What does it, it look like? It's just gray. It's not it's not very exciting, but it's gonna be cute. I all of his clothes don't fit him anymore because I bought them prematurely when he was still a puppy. <laughs> and he's grown quite a bit. He has. He's like he's, thick he's with like a large dog now. He um, absolutely is. So I yeah, and then I I think between that and his toy, I brought me a lot of joy. Target really brings me joy. <laughs> Actually, Target does bring me a lot of joy as well. I can tell you what is going to bring me joy this week. So I mentioned this on the podcast a while back, but the iconic 90s brand Delia's made a big comeback and they sent me a bunch of clothes. And so my sister and I did a try on video on my YouTube channel to show off what these 90s styles look like on two Mm -hmm. different ladies in their 30s. Well, she loved doing this video and she's like, let's do another one. And I was like, "Okay, great. Awesome. Someone wants to be in a YouTube video with me that I'm like allowed to see. So... We're going to do one with swimsuits this week. And I've given her full approval over all of the swimsuits because she was like, don't try coming in here with any of these weird Fashion Nova thongs or anything like that because I'm a teacher and my students can see this. She's like, I could get probably like 
fired. And I'm like, I don't think that's allowed. I don't think you can fire a teacher for posting something in a thong. Can you? Is that like unethical? There was a teacher that like parents complained was like dressing too sexy at work for like she was wearing like normal clothes. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I definitely had some teachers at my high school that will go unnamed who were totally trying to hit on some of the male students. Oh, for, for sure. sure. We, I know some teachers that like went to, they were like neighbors, but they would go to the high school parties and like pretend like they were just stopping by, but they would like have a beer. And I'm like, that's this disgusting. is that's very illegal. inappropriate. That's how you get fired. But this whole discussion of swimsuits brought me to what actually brought me joy that I wanted to bring up on the show last week, specifically when we had on Aaron Darling. And that is that I bought my first thong swimsuit. I'm gonna set my butt free what publicly. Mean? Like, is your butt like I don't know. super out? I feel like I've had like accidental thong bathing suits Definitely. that I bought off Amazon. So I'm not gonna wear it around anyone, just Chris. But I just feel like I don't want to miss the opportunity to wear a thong while I still feel like I want to. So I bought it. It hasn't arrived yet, but I'll let you guys know how it goes. I, I'm excited about it though. I feel Brazilian. Oh, what do you think? I feel like I haven't bought a bathing suit in so long. (laughs) I don't need to buy any more swimsuits. I have probably 50 at least. Um, Most of them are sent to me and I can't stop. I never say no. But this is one I purchased. I purchased my first leopard thong bikini. (laughs) You're really into the leopard. When are you wearing your leopard thing for a month? Planning to start that in about a week and a half, and I'll let you know how it goes. Actually, I won't because you're going to be participating with me on Instagram. I forgot about that. I'll be sending it to you in the mail. Anyways, I mean, my life is full of a lot of joy, and I think that's one of the perks of COVID is that little things that I would have never paid attention to before, like a buffalo ranch sauce or something, like those are the things that bring me joy now. So there you go. (laughs) Stop talking about food. (laughs) (laughs) Well, lucky for you, Lil, the podcast is coming to an end. Thank you to all of you guys listening, all of you guys watching on YouTube. Please hit us up in the comments, send us a DM with a little screen grab. And if you haven't subscribed yet, hello, what are you waiting for? (laughs) That's it. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.